Magandang umaga. Maayong adlaw. <laughs> good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're watching this, I pray that you be blessed by this message. In Jesus' name. You know, church, um, God woke me up at 3.45 in the morning. <laughs> and I said, yes, I love it. <laughs> I love waking up early. Woo! God woke me up this morning at 3.45. And he told me, Guada, the 300 red hot soul starts with you. Church, the 300 red hot souls starts with you. Okay, it's not coming after. They're not coming after. It is here now. You are part of that red hot soul. The three red hot soul that has been prophesied over this church. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. How exciting. How exciting. The time that we're living in now is so exciting. Isn't it? Isn't it an exciting time? <laughs> Isn't it a fun time? Right? We might be in lockdown, but I've never been so proactive before. Like, before lockdown, I, um, I wasn't doing as much as I'm doing now. And praise be to God. He, his spirit is not limited to this lockdown. His spirit is not limited to what the government say. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, let's just, let's just pray real quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You have our full attention in jesus name lord we just bind every distraction of the enemy in jesus name lord our ears and our eyes are attentive and inclined to what your holy spirit is saying to us today in jesus name lord we just thank you for your word we give we give you praise and glory in jesus name amen hallelujah praise god you know the last couple of weeks i've been um experiencing supernatural I've been hearing stuff. <laughs> I've been hearing, since we did the anointing at our houses from the prayer meeting, I've been hearing angels in our house. I've been hearing wings of the angels just, just outside. Like, it wouldn't be a normal bird because it sounded humongous. <laughs> it, was, it was big. It's not just a normal bird. It was big. Yeah? And then, whoo, supernatural. Supernatural around us. Praise God. How exciting. Hallelujah. So, um, yeah, this week God has led me back to, um, to listen to Evangelism by Fire by Reinhard Bunke. And if you guys haven't listened to this, I highly recommend listening to this because this is a fiery one. I mean, the title itself is called Evangelism by Fire. It really gets you on fire. You know what I mean? To win souls. Hallelujah. I remember in my early walk, the first preachers I heard and watched was... Um, was Reinhardt, and I know there's many of us who has been inspired by him, and praise God for the life that he lived here on earth, because look at the outcome in his ministry, amen, so we did a little study on this for our Bible study group, evangelism by fire, not long ago, right, we did a study on this, and I remember listening to it one time while I was resting, one sentence caught my ear, and he said this, we represent this generation, and we only have a generation to save this generation that needs a regeneration. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Right? One more time. So many generations. We represent this generation. And we only have a generation to save this generation that needs a regeneration. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this brought a sudden urgency 
in my spirit. Like it was an emergency bell. And today, I, the, my teaching today is called Urgency for Soul Winning, right? And I pray today that you'll hear the same urgency. You'll hear that same emergency bell in the spirit. The urgency to save souls. The urgency to reach people. Amen? So we only have a generation to save a generation that needs a regeneration. This is telling us, church, that the task is urgent. Okay? The task is urgent. Time is short. Now is the time to help this generation. Amen? Thank you, Lord. I was, I was looking through my message today and I said, this message is for me, Lord. <laughs> this message is for me. This message is for us. Hallelujah. So last week I was, I was teaching our young people about being a soul winner. And the first question I asked them was, do you believe you're a soul winner? Do you believe you're a soul winner? Right? Because when you believe, you see. And when you see, you do it. Right? Church, I don't, I don't doubt that I'm a soul winner. Because when I accepted Jesus Christ, the soul winner himself, I have become one with him. So that makes me a soul winner. Hallelujah. You know, church, I saw my salvation as a second chance in life. I could have died and went to hell. But it only took one person to stand in the gap and prayed for me and told me that I was loved by Jesus. And it changed my life forever. Here I am now. Yeah? A former drug addict, a victim of rape, has been totally turned upside down by Jesus. There is nothing impossible for our God. Nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. And we can, that, we can be that one person to stand in the, ga- the gap for somebody to go out and to tell them about the good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Church people are worth it. People are worth praying for. People are worth investing our time in. They are worth it. People are worth talking to even if they say no. It's okay. Keep praying for them. You think they're going to be the same after you share the good news to them? No, they're not going to be the same. They're going to keep thinking about it until they say yes to Jesus. Hallelujah. You were changed. You were saved so that you could bring change and save others from going to hell. We are to empty out hell and populate heaven. Hallelujah. If Jesus is a soul winner, so am I, so are you. Hallelujah. We say this right. This is one of our declarations as a church. But church, don't miss out the most important part of soul winning. Because without relationship and intimacy with God, you cannot do the soul winning assignment. It is Him who works in us and through us for own for our own ability is not enough for the assignment. And so we have to rely on God's ability. Amen. We have to rely on God. I actually like what Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris, Pastor Chris said last week, right? That we are living in the great harvest now. And we are. Church, I want you to see that we are part of a big, big movement of what God is doing now. And we must be. We need to be 100% inclined. To his voice. You don't want to miss this. Church, you don't want to miss this. And I just want to quickly touch base of what Pastor Chris shared last week. Because it was good. The message was good. It spoke to me. Right? And I, I recommend you guys to listen, listening to it again. The message that Pastor Chris um, shared last week. 
So in Joel 2, 23, it talks about the former and the latter rain, right? The former rain in Joel 2, 23 refers to the first Pentecost. And the latter rain refers to a future Pentecost when the Holy Spirit will be poured out in an unusual way. As a result, revival will occur. And many will believe in God. Hallelujah. Just the way it was in the former rain in Acts 2, we all know what happened, right? Thousands of souls were saved day by day. Day by day. And guess what, church? We are in this latter rain now. Souls will be saved day by day. The Spirit of God is on the move. And no one is stopping Him. Nothing is stopping the Spirit of the living God from moving. Hallelujah. Praise God. So another thing that Pastor Chris mentioned about the man of a man and woman of God who were there before us, who paved the way for us, who prepared the way for us. They made the harvest easy for us. We have entered into their labor. Praise God. So that's in John 4, 36 to 38. Let's just quickly go there and just read through. I'll be reading from the ESV version. All right, John 4, 36 to 38. Says here, already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor, others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Praise God. Both who have sown and reap will rejoice, the re- will receive the reward according to the word. Praise God. So the men and women of God who was there before us, we have entered into the labor and we are entering it now. We are entering into it now. Praise God. The souls are, the souls are ready to be reaped. The great harvest, the great harvest is here. Hallelujah. Church, we are in God's revival team. We are in his revival team. So get your farming gear on. Yeah, it's harvest time. Hallelujah. It's harvest time, church. Hallelujah. I remember teaching about um, farming farmers sometime last year. There are two different types of farmers. Number one, the farmer knows just what to do for God has given him understanding. That's in Isaiah 28, 26. The second farmer, farmers who wait and wait for the perfect weather. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Two different type of farmers. If you are farmer number one, you know exactly what you're doing because you have an intimate relationship with God. You know exactly how his kingdom operates. You know exactly how to expand his kingdom for he has given you understanding for you have a relationship with God. Amen. And if you are farmer number two, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? This is not to condemn anyone. It's just a question to ask ourselves. I ask this question myself too. What am I doing? What am I waiting for, right? There are people going to hell and it's true. We can't sugarcoat this church. This is the truth. There are people, there are people going to hell and once they're there, it's too late. Yeah, And we can do something to change this. We can do something to change this. If you had a personal encounter with Christ and he changed your life, 
saved and that's enough. You don't need to know every word in the Bible. You have a testimony. You have a word in your heart that could change someone's life. Amen. You have a word in your heart. You have a testimony to change someone's life. Praise God. You know, the other day I was about to make a, a really, really bad decision. While we were out in the coffee van the other day. Someone got saved that day. And glory to God. Glory to God. Someone got saved today. But that day while I was driving, I was, I was honestly, I was just done. I had a busy day. I had a hectic day. I was not in the mood at all. I was just ready to go home. Right? But this, this person requested for us to stop by. I was, I was driving and ready to just pack up everything. Right? And this is why I love having the Holy Spirit in me. <laughs> This is why I love having the Holy Spirit in me because he said to me, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going home. I don't know why we bother to argue with the Holy Spirit, right? I said, I'm going home. I'm tired. He said, what are you doing? Turn around. That person's going to get saved today. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to go. We're going to go. And I, and I honestly, I cried while driving there. I cried on the way to their place because we would have missed that opportunity. I would have went home and made a bad decision. But praise God for the Holy Spirit. Praise God when we need to be corrected, He corrects us. Hallelujah. One soul got, one soul got saved through Taste and Sea Coffee. And many more souls to come. This business is a soul winning business. Hallelujah. And God's business is not busyness, it's witnessing. Hallelujah. It is to taste and see God's goodness. Hallelujah. And you are part of this church because you have invested your time. You have sowed into this business. You are part of this reaping. Hallelujah. And many more souls, many more souls we can reach through this business. Thank you, Lord. You know, church, it is an honor to be a part of this. It is an honor to serve God. It is an honor to go out and share God's love to people. You know, me and Jamison, we are we are full of joy to be able to witness God just completely change someone's life. It's amazing. It's amazing to see God move into people's life. It just shows that He is real. He is real. God is real. We serve a God that's alive. We serve a God that is real. And He is moving, church. Whew. Hallelujah. And this is also a res result of prayer. You know, prayer after prayer night. Church, it works. <laughs> Prayer is 110% effective. It works. He who called you is faithful. He will surely do it. Hallelujah. God is calling the souls in. He is drawing them in. Church, we just need to be that one person to stand in the gap to change someone's life. And I say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, send me. Woo. Hallelujah. God is calling them in. John 6, 44. No one comes to the, no one come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. John 12, 32. When I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Praise God. He knows the souls. He knows the people that are coming to him. In fact, the souls that he's talking about, it's not that far at all. <laughs> because he talks about it in John 4, 4, 4, 35. To open our eyes. To look up. The harvest is ready. The harvest is ready. The harvest is ripe. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The harvest is ready. 
Church, God will not do the reaping for us. He will not do the reaping for us. It is us that gathers the harvest. It is us that gathers the soul. Do not leave your harvest in the fields. What happens if you leave it? It will rot. (laughs) It will rot if you leave your harvest out. So church, gather the harvest. Stand up, rise up. This is not the time to slack off. This is not the time to harden your hearts. Don't look, at, don't look at what's happening now. Look in the spirit. Look at what God is telling you. Look at what God is showing you. Because nothing in this world lasts. Only God's word. Only God lasts forever. Everything else is temporary. This situation is temporary. It's not going to last. So don't look at it now. We serve a God that is faithful. We serve a God that is good. He is a good God. He is a faithful God. And that's who He is. He doesn't change. Hallelujah. So don't leave your harvest. Don't leave your harvest in the fields. Don't be farmer number two who waits and waits and never harvests. Be farmer number one because you know what to do because God is with you. God is with you. Our friends, our families, our workmates, all those who we've been praying for belongs to Jesus. They are part of this great harvest church. They are part of this uh, massive in gathering of souls in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whew. Don't be farmer number two. Be farmer number one. You know what to do because God is with you. His Holy Spirit is with you. He will tell you. He will direct you. Thank you, Lord. Now let's go quickly to um, 2 Corinthians. Corinthians 3. Um, I have been meditating on this uh, on this chapter for the last couple of weeks, and it's amazing. Praise God. Let's just go there real quickly. I'll be re- reading from NLT, 2 Corinthians 3 from verse 3. It says here, uh, clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is not written with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. We are confident of all of this because our great trust in God through Christ. Praise God. So Paul tells us here that in Christ, we also have passed from death to life. And we have been commissioned by God to be a messenger's of Christ declaring the truth of the gospel not the letters that are written with ink but ones that have been inscribed stamped and sealed by the Holy Spirit himself praise God so our lives are to become official letters of recommendations from God to those that do not know the Lord Jesus as a savior yeah we are to become God's messengers of truth to those who do not know the gospel message amen Praise God. Verse 5. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of His new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death. But under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. Hallelujah. God has enabled us. God has qualified us to be ministers of His new covenant. 
the Spirit of God in us gives life to those around us. You know, I like that because if the Spirit of God in us gives life around us, then nothing stays dead around you. Praise God. That's a good word. The Spirit of God that is inside of us gives life. Nothing stays dead. Nothing stays dead. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's a good word, church. Hallelujah. So, church, we are called to do one thing. We are called to do one thing, and that is to become God's messengers of the truth. Those who do not know the gospel message, to share good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Even if you're not called to be a pastor, even if you're not called to be a missionary, you are called to be God's messenger. You are called to be God's messenger. Hallelujah. Church, the best work on earth is to preach the gospel. The need for the gospel is the greatest need in the world. It is the greatest need in the world. There's no one in this world that doesn't need Jesus. Everyone needs Jesus. No one is perfect. Everybody needs Jesus. Because if we didn't need Jesus, he didn't have to come down and die for, die for our sins, right? But he did. He came down because we needed him. We needed him. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we need to do our part by living the life that God has set for us. To be his representative. We are representatives. Representatives. Pastor Chris said that once. Representatives of the kingdom of God. His ambassadors here on earth to declare and proclaim the good news. Hallelujah. And in order for people to know the good news, we have to be the voice. We have to be the eyes and the hand for God. Amen. And the verse for that is Romans 10, 14. Romans 10, 14. It says, How then will they call on him in whom, in whom, in whom have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? There you go. How would they know? How would they know if they didn't hear someone preach to them, right? So you're probably thinking, what am I going to say? What am I going to say to these people? Funny you ask in the same chapter, Romans 10, verse 8. <laughs> Romans 10, verse 8, it says, Thank you, Jesus. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read the Passion Version because it's also good. But the faith, faith righteousness we receive speaks to us in these words of Moses. God's living message is very close to you, as close as your own heart beating in your chest and as near as the tongue in your mouth. The word is right there, church, is in your heart. You have experienced Jesus. You have an encounter with Jesus, and that is enough. Your life is a living testimony of God's goodness. Church, remember, we were going to hell, but we were saved by Jesus. We were saved by Jesus. Hallelujah. And church, I wanted to encourage you, but also to warn you to not waste our time because it is short. It is short. Our time is short. And if our time is short, people's lives is also short. Again, this is not to, to condemn anyone. But how many of us has made a vow to God and said, yes, Lord, I will do it, and has not done it yet? 
again, it's not to condemn anyone. It's just a, a question that we should ask ourselves because I ask these questions too, right? So God, God led me to this scripture to rebuke me and correct me. And I believe he wants to do the same for you. He wants to correct us. He wants to redirect us to why we are alive, to why we are here right now. But yeah, so um, let's go to Ecclesiastes 5, verses 4 to 5. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, when you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it. For he has no pleasures in fools. Pay what you vow. And I said, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I didn't say it. The word said it. And if you read down verse 8, it says that God is the one you must fear. God is the one you must fear. You know, I believe that the church now, we, we lack the fear of God. We are too easygoing. We are too chill, right? How the young and say it, we're too chill. Hallelujah. And church, you know, we, we, we abuse the grace that God has given us. Yes, God is gracious and compassionate. Yes, 100%. But grace is not an excuse for us to fall back. Grace is not an excuse for us to sin. Yeah, grace is enablement. Grace enables us to do things we cannot do alone. Grace is the enabling power that God has given to each of us to, to, to allow us to fulfill His purpose for our lives. That's what grace is. Okay, we are a new man. So there's no reason for us to go back to the old life because that old life is dead. You are a new man, church, and don't abuse grace, okay? Use grace to enable you to do the works of the Lord, amen? Praise God. So you have a gift that God gave you, and draw that out. Draw that out. It is to be connected to your creator. Be connected to God. He knows exactly what to do. He created you. He created us. He knows exactly what to do. So the best thing is to get connected to your creator. Why are you running away from the one who created the heavens and the earth? You should be running to him. You should be running to him because he knows everything. He knows how all this started. He knows how all this is going to end. Go to your creator. Get connected with him. And live the, the purpose and the plan that he has for you. Praise God. Praise God. So the time... The time is urgent. Time is ticking. We cannot take back the time that we already lost. Yeah? We don't have a lot of time. This is an urgency for soul winning. An urgency for soul winning. Everything that you decide to do determines your eternity, church. Question, another question is, where are you heading? Where are you heading? Yeah? Don't be like the five foolish virgin, virgins. Yeah, that's in Matthew 25, the parable, parable of ten virgins. Praise God. Actually, let's go there. Let's read that, Ma Matthew 25. From verse 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took, took flask of oil with their lamps. 
as the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out and meet him. Then all the virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The five wise virgins did not and could not share the oil with the five foolish virgins. We can share and share and encourage one another all we want. But if that's how far it goes, without obedience and submission to the Spirit of God, we just, we just read it, church. We don't want to hear, I do not know you. We do not want to hear that. We do not want to hear that from God. Yeah? All of us individually should have a fresh oil direct from Jesus. Every single day, direct oil. Every single day, connect with God. This is why relationship with God is so important, church. Knowing Him and knowing His Word. Because we never know. We never know. We never know when He's coming. And we need Him more than ever today. And if us, the church, need Him more than ever, what about the world? Look at the world now. They need Jesus more than ever too. They need Jesus more than ever as well. So this is more of a reason for us, the church, the body of Christ, to reach out to people. Maybe not physically right now, but thank, thank God we have technology, right? We can reach people from the other side of the world through technology. And when was the last time, when was the last time you called somebody and checked up on someone? That's another question that you ask. When was the last time I said, how are you? Hello, brother and sister. When was the last time you've checked up on somebody, right? So church, I encourage you. Do not harden your hearts because of what's happening here now. Open your heart to the Spirit of God and you'll see. And you'll see that this is not it. This is more. There is more. But you just have to see in the Spirit. You see in the Spirit there is overflow. This year is still the year of abundance and overflow harvest. Year 2021. It's still not finished yet. We are just touching the surface of the overflow. And there is more church. Do not look into your situations now. Look in the spirit and I'm telling you, you will see. You will taste and see God's goodness. Praise God. Praise God church. We have, we have the cure for COVID-19. We have the cure for depression. We have the cure for oppression. We have the cure for cancer. Hallelujah. And we are not hiding it. Jesus is the cure. Jesus is the answer. People need Jesus. Church is an urgency to tell people this, that the answer you're looking for in your life is Jesus. And He is willing. He is more than willing. He is ready. His arms are wide open to receive you. You just have to come to Him. You just have to come to Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Praise God. I'm ready to experience more supernatural things. We are expectant. We are expectant of the supernatural. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we are not going to hide the answer. We are not going to hide. We are the light. We are the light of this world. You are the light of this world. And if you shine, darkness has to go. Darkness must go because light is inside of you. Thank you, Lord. So, church, I mentioned earlier that God woke me up this morning at 3.45, yeah? To tell us that the 300 red hot soul starts with us. It starts with you. It starts with you. And are you willing to step in? Are you willing to rise up? Because God is more than willing. God is ready. He is willing and He is ready. So we just have to step in. We just have to rise up. Are you ready, church, for this great harvest that is coming to us? God is willing. God is willing. He is more than willing. And He is ready. Lord, we are ready. We are ready for the harvest. Hallelujah. We are ready for the souls that are coming. Hallelujah. They are coming from left, right, and center. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are drawing them in. You are drawing them in, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we are not hiding your goodness. You are drawing these people in and they are coming. And Lord, we are ready and we are open to what your Holy Spirit is saying to us. He is directing us. He is guiding us to the souls in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Harvest Now Church has been pregnant with souls for too long. And we are long overdue. And we are ready to give birth. To these souls. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we push out these souls in the spirit. In Jesus' name, we are ready to give birth to these souls in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Souls. Souls. Blacktown. Blacktown shall be saved. Blacktown shall be turned upside down for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The souls. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, we are ready. We are ready. We are more than ready. In Jesus' name, Lord, we are in partnership with you. You are working with us. I thank you, Lord, that we, um, your business is not business, but it is witnessing. And, Lord, we are ready to witness. We are ready to taste and see your goodness, oh, God. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for entrusting us with the ministry of reconciliation. Thank you, Lord. You have entrusted us. You have given us. Oh, thank you, Lord. What an honor, what a privilege to be your voice, to be your hand, to be the, the Bible that people will ever read in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. To, what an honor to be your ambassador. What an honor to be your representative. And God, whew, we are expectant. We are full of joy. We are full of joy. We rejoice because the Lord is good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Rejoice, 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 church. Rejoice, rejoice. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Whew. If the devil cannot steal your joy, he cannot steal your goods. 
So church, rejoice. Rejoice for he is good. He doesn't change. He stays the same. He is good. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Alpha and the Omega. That's who he is. Ooh, thank you, church. How exciting. Woo-hoo. Woo. Thank you, Lord. I'm excited for the souls. I'm excited for the souls. Are you excited for the souls? Are you excited for your family and friends to be saved? Because God's doing it now. He's speaking to our family. He's moving into our family. He's moving into our friends, our workmates. It is happening. It is happening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And before I, I end this message today, I just want to invite, um, if this is your first time here, I just want to invite you into a prayer of salvation. If you want to make um, Jesus Christ as your best friend, as your Savior, let me tell you, this, this is the best decision you'll ever make in your life. Jesus is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And I'm telling you right now that if he can change my life, and he, if he can make me the person I am today, he can do the same for you. Nothing is impossible. So I just invite you for this prayer of salvation. And I just want you to repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I need a savior. I repent for my wrongdoings in Jesus' name. Today, I acknowledge that you are my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for my sins and rose from the dead. I welcome you into my life. I welcome your Holy Spirit to make his home in me. Thank you, Jesus. I am a new creation. I am now a child of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I pray. If you pray that, if you pray that prayer, welcome to the family of God. <laughs> Heaven is rejoicing. We are rejoicing. Hallelujah. But this, this isn't all of it, yeah? So get connected to his word. Get connected to our Bible study. And we are open. If you would like to get connected with us, you can reach us through our social medias. Yeah, email us. Just click our page and all our details should be in there. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is so good. And I pray that message bless you today, church. It's an urgency for soul winning. The harvest is ready. You are part of the 300 red hot souls. They're not coming. They're already here. That's us. Revival starts with us. Fire starts with us. It starts with you. And we are not going back. We're moving forward. Amen. We're moving forward to the vision of God. We are moving forward to the promises of God in, for this ministry. Amen. For this ministry, we are going forward because God is faithful and we are believing and we receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. God bless you, church. Um, Pastor Chris will do the benediction for us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Guara. That's an, an anointed message. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. So, you know, it's a privilege. Uh, it's always a privilege and honor to be called by God into the harvest field. Um, yeah, I cannot, um, you know, there's so many testimonies that I could share with you guys. 
of people that um, we have led to the Lord through this ministry. And it's all glory to God. I'm not trying to, you know, exalt myself. It's all glory to God. Um, when we were doing our um, the, the outreaches before, uh, uh, we also uh, been uh, putting um, used what's this uh, trucks to mailboxes, uh, and when we did prayer, prayer walk, prayer drive, um, I remember receiving a phone call. I was at my work and receiving a phone call from someone I I never never knew, but somehow she got one of our trucks and she was reading the message there, and the first thing she told me or she asked me was, can you pray for me so that I can be delivered from this curse? I was, I was, that was the first time that someone asked me that, like, you know, um, it's not usual question. Anyway, I was a bit um, shocked of what, what curse was in your life that you want me to pray and break it. So she told me what happened to her and what happened to her family and her current situation. So that day, this woman was set free. That day, this woman was saved. And so I was reminded, and this is just one of the hundreds, uh, I'm not lying, that I heard this testimony and the life that has been changed and transformed because of the gospel. But that will not happen if we don't um, listen to, hold, to the Holy Spirit, like Guada gave that word in um Share that word from Romans. How can they hear if no one, if if they don't hear anything, you know, if they don't hear the gospel, how can they hear? And how how can someone preach if they are not sent? But we are sent, right? We all know. So I just like to, uh, you know, um, encourage you guys, Harvest Now Church uh, members, family, and those that are listening to us for the last few months now. I know that the spirit of soul winning. That anointing to win souls is, has been imparted to you. And um, I just, uh, you know, God will open every door for you when you are willing to share and to just share what Jesus has done in your life. God is going to open the door for you. God is going to bring you people that would need to hear what you have to say. And um, I would like to end this before I give my benediction in Luke chapter 15 that the Bible says, uh, all the tax collectors, sinners drew near to Jesus to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. You know, uh, we, we normally say, um, well, they're sinners, they go with the, to hell. But that's not God's desire, right? God does not, anyone to go, does not want anyone to go to hell. It's people's decision to go to hell. So to say that God... Uh, created the hell for people, no, it's it's a lie. People make their choice to either go to hell or to heaven. And so anyway, he spoke this parable to them saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after, go after, you know, that's a, a very, that's an active word. Go after. You don't just wait. I mentioned before that God will open doors to you. God will bring people to you. And that does happen. Right? But if there is nothing, or if there's no one coming to you, the Bible says, go after them. Go after them. Look for them. Right? Pray. God will give you a name. God will remind you of someone. Yeah? You know, this is going to happen now since we are working in the harvest field. 
we are partnering not just with the Holy Spirit, we have the angels to be commanded. So when we release the angels and we say, angels of God, angels, um, gathering angels, I release you now, bring in the harvest, the Holy Spirit will bring in the harvest. And you know what is amazing with this parable or this story is, Jesus said, if you had 100, 100 sheep and one was lost, you know, he is willing to leave the 99 to look for one. And that is the heart of God. That is the heart of God. When we receive Jesus Christ, the heart of God becomes our heart. Right? The heart of God becomes our heart. And in fact, the Bible says that when one soul gets saved, there is joy in heaven. Angels are rejoicing. Amen. Praise God. That's why we remember the day we were born again. Because there was party in heaven when we got saved. Amen. Praise God. So, church, I'd like to encourage you, please. Don't don't be um, don't think that I, I don't know about uh, much about the Bible. I don't I don't know uh, I, I haven't been to training for evangelism. You don't need that. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit who is more than willing to partner with you. All you need is to pray and ask God and to be led by the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, who needs your message today? Lead me to the right person. Bring the souls to me. I pray for my friends. Name them. Name your friends, your, your family, your, mem, um, your, your relatives, you know, and uh, pray and intercede for them. You never know that your prayer will break through the hardness of their heart, and God will open. That God will open the way for you in Jesus' name. So let me just give this benediction to you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are anointed to win souls. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You have an overflowing, abundant blessing in your life. In Jesus' name, go in the name of Jesus and be a soul winner. God bless you, church, and have a great Sunday. Amen. Amen. God bless you.